Long time no talk. Long time no talk. Welcome to the show. Long time. <laughs> it's been, I think it's been at least five months because the last mm. episode um, oh, that's is while. 29 December. So, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. It's been a long, long time. Yeah, but the important thing is we're back to talk football. And there is a plan. We're going to be moving forward. <laughs> And a lot of thanks yes. to Silas, actually. Silas has been awesome. You guys, eh? if, if you are listening to the show, you already know that Silas is awesome. But obviously, <laughs> the fact that we are ah, back. Baba, I don't think. You don't think what? You don't think you're I don't awesome? think I've been that awesome. But I, don't, I don't think I've been that awesome. Because to be honest, right? Like, I think lately I'm, I'm becoming a better person, mm. which, is, which is amazing. So, like, I, I wonder how people we're dealing with mm, me yes you guys well, well that's by the way welcome to the new um, silas silas has <laughs> changed it changed happy nicer man now yes uh, trying to let love lead yeah yeah you know so and we're back to do what we do best talk about football and it has been a crazy <sighs> season of football in a lot what of different ways it has been I, like i have had to go through emotions i've never felt before we asked now this season mm. i have like i've been close to giving up to be honest like <laughs> you see how you've been pushed so far you're like <laughs> would it, would this ever change mm. like the arsenal i fell in love with would i would i get that arsenal back and what do i do like i can't not this is like it's like i'm in a lifelong relationship yeah. you, you don't wake up one day and say I, yep. I, I'm no longer an Arsenal fan. You are Very an true. Arsenal fan for life, you know. So, which is so sad. But it has been tested. What a season! What a ah. season! I mean, we went from being having expectations of oh, we're going to challenge for the league, to actually fearing <laughs> for top four because some very inexperienced, confused guy that was a legend was no, that that that's unfair. He was just inexperienced. I feel like well, maybe we were just thrown into the deep end. But in the end... But, but was it really... Mm. In the end, I think it just it came out... You think, was it really an experience? No, like, was it really a Chelsea fan base wide? And I know that's a really long word, but the sentiment you had about how you felt you guys would challenge for the league, was that a you thing? Or was that what most people felt as Chelsea. I think that's what most people expected from the board. I mean, with all the money that they put into the team, signing Havertz, signing Chilwell, signing Mendy, that was a huge outlay. And in a season where COVID hit, Mm. the only reason that you think they would back the manager that much is that they have ambitions to win something. Although a lot of people are most... People that know of Lampard... Or that know about the manager are a bit, a bit more skeptical. Like, you can't just expect because you finished in the top uh, top four last season that we are going to just automatically yeah. challenge um, for the premiership, for the premiership and for the Champions League. And I mean, Lampard, he didn't seem like the guy to back. It's more, it seemed more like this guy would need a lot of time. The squad would need to bed in. They would need to gel. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, it didn't pan out that way at all. It seemed like he was alienating some members of the team. And 
and members that actually came to the fore to show how important that they are. I mean, we'll go down, we'll go into details later, but I think yeah. since we're talking about Chelsea, we might as well just start from the Champions League final and what a final yes. that was. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God, I mean, it was... and, and in hindsight, right after watching that final, you ask questions like, why wasn't Gulu Kante? ever made to look like he was done at high le- done playing Baffling. high level football. I, like, I, I, I think who had a conversation? I think I had a conversation with Hassan on the podcast the other time and he was talking about a replacement for Ngolukanti and so and I, I remember listening to that and thinking wait Kante is 29 30 yeah and he still Kante he still has he still has I mean I mean two years of decent football to give at least uh, that's yeah. you know no reason i mean he's had a few injuries here and there but it's more due to burnouts than anything and it's just baffling and well i guess the guy showed his quality he he was he everywhere was played out of position he was being played out of position i remember watching a chelsea mm-hmm. game i don't remember what game it was but county was in a really advanced role not even just one game but I remember there was a period of time where he was being made. You'd constantly see Kante in the box. And mm. yes, Kante can be in the box. But he was going. He was getting into the box as the first midfielder to get into the box. I think that, that was under as, Sari. Sari yeah. started that with him. He was under Sari. Sari just... He wanted to fit Jorginho in his normal position. So he had... He pushed Kante mm. a little bit further forward, like, you know. But I think he's actually contributed to him performing as well as he has this season. Because I mean, one of the best things about Kante is how he brings the ball out from the defense, which is something yeah. that he probably would not have had as well as he as well as he has it now under Tuku. Because under Sari, he learned to move forward with the ball. He, we, we started seeing Kante dribbling for the first time, really. And mm-hmm. he knew all these things now that are really part of his game. And he's like, oh, wow. But you... All these things were there. The, the, the groundwork was being set. I think Lampard got it right a few times. He didn't play yeah. him too far forward. But there were times where he did play him too far forward. But you could still see that Kante's game involved bringing the ball out of the out from the back now. Not just winning the yeah. ball. And yeah, so it contributed a little bit to him being as good as he has been. But I mean, insane match from the line of... I, the first things, first things first. What was Pep thinking? I mean, I'm a Chelsea fan, I know, but you know, we all know Pep's why? reputation to overthink. No Rodri, no Fernandinho. No Rodri, no like, Fernandinho. Why? That goal that Harvard scored, if Fernandinho was he there, he would have, have fouled Mount. Exactly he would have kicked like, Mount I mean, down. Before I am the game so started, sure of it. Asked, two questions were asked to the two mm. to the two coaches. They asked um, Tuchel, why is he playing Havertz? Why is Pulisic on the bench? Like, you think that is, that is, that you'd, you'd play Pulisic on the wing. You pick him first as opposed to Havertz, right? Mm. He said, ah, oh, nah, that he wants height. That's why he put him there. Mm. And what did, what did Pep do? Pep removed a defensive midfielder and put Gundogan there. And that mm. was the exact same space that this human being found room to operate in. And they asked Pep, Pep, why is there none of these, um, why is there no um, midfielder? I was like, ah, oh, nah, that 
it's, it's a game of two halves that in the second half things are going to change. And it didn't make any sense. I think mm. he, I, I felt maybe he wanted to be mm. a bit more attacking. Mm. I think it's a question I want to yeah. ask you. Okay, okay, okay. What, like, you guys have played Man um, City three times now. Yeah. I think with um, Tokyo twice and with Lampard once, right? Yeah. What is it about these games that always put this man of Pep? Why is he always getting it wrong with Chelsea? Um, I think what makes Pep so great is his ability to create a team that will dominate you. The point of the team is mm. not just to win, it's to blow you out of the water, it's to not allow you space to do what you usually do. And the mm. thing about Tuku's uh about Tuku's tactics or the way he sets up his team is that it's the way it is, this is the best team. This is the structure that we play with. What changes is, okay, so these players are going to play in this position, let's say, because we need this set specific thing against this team. But the changes are never yeah. too, they're never too crazy. We know our best team. We know mm-hmm. our second best team. We know who we can just use for cannon for that. And like, oh, let's go and get some goals. <laughs> go and get some minutes. It's sad to see, but yeah. I, I, like um, Ziyech has, he's like the second second guy on that right. I, I thought he would be a star player, but it's so sad that the um, formation doesn't suit him. Yeah, but against yeah, Guardiola yeah. specifically, Guardiola likes to try things. I think he tried, he wanted to see what it was like. In, in that first game in the FA Cup because it was not a very strong squad to start the game. And I think mm. they, he thought they would do okay. He put two attackers, like, you know, let's just... It seemed like he thought our defence was going to be shaky because of <laughs> the people that are part of the defence. You know, Aspiliqueta has this reputation of being gone. Like, if you have him one-on-one, like, you can usually beat him for pace. But what Suku yeah. has done is that in this setup now, you have either Rich James or Aspiliqueta first. And if you beat the first mm. person, you have to beat the second person. And that gives the other person time to come back. Kante yeah. is all over the place, shortling. So there's very little space. Man City strive on choking out that space. But if mm. you're just going to pass the ball around, this is a very solid shape. I think um, the JJ Bull from Tifo explained it best. He drew like a very weird circle around the Chelsea team and made them into like a solid um, shape. And every time Man City would move the ball around, the solid shape would just move. You can't pass through it. You can't pass over it. You have to try and find spaces like, and you can't move from side to side so easily. So it just seemed like the antithesis of Guardiola's football is just to kill you. There's no space to do anything you are not going to come and man city always like this cutback goals like you know ball out to the wing yeah. and then cut back into the box but chelsea were having none of that if you are trying to beat <laughs> the first man on the wing you are going to have to beat the second man and if you get the ball in Kante or Jorginho or somebody they are marking your main players unluckily for us um ateta also picked that um attitude from him in the Europa League, it's, I think the um, I, I, I keep saying I think I remember the first game with um Villarreal. Mm. He, I mean, like it was unthinkable why 
why he never just used he dropped our Bamiyang. Yes. Anyway, that so was now insane. we're going into Arsenal. We're going into Arsenal territory yeah, now. Yeah. For the for the Champions League, I don't know. I, I think that's just his own problem. His own mm. genius is his own problem sometimes. Yeah. Just let this thing play out, but he just overthinks everything and very true. But what a performance though. I think Chelsea put in I was very, very impressed with the defending. It felt like it felt like watching two people play FIFA because mm. th- there were so many last ditch tackles. It almost felt unreal. At some point, I was like, "This is this 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 is not even like this this isn't really happening," and they were just perfect. Chilwell was magnificent. Rudiger had a game of his life. Even when Thiago went off, Christensen came on. Christensen was, was immense. Crazy. Christensen was immense. Aspilicueta played a game Rich of James. Rhys James. James had a game to remember. One. Wow. But then Werner had to do a Werner. You no 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 okay wait you, I guess I get what you mean in, in but terms of missing no work rate yes work rate yes that goal would have not happened without him that goal would have not happened without him without that him, run course, the run that he made to drag Diaz was why that space mm. opened up Zinchenko yeah. had no idea that that space was there he didn't even think to track Havertz until he turned and saw the space and it was like. He cried more than anybody at that champion at the end of the match. <laughs> yeah. He so. was, while he was collecting his medal, he was crying. He was yeah. like the saddest he, thing. He fell, he fell down immediately. The whistle went oh, off. But my point about when I was going to be, no matter how much work rate you have as a striker, in the end, you'll be judged by goals. And when you're missing goals that look like tapping, like repeatedly, yes, your work rate, but why can't you just fix your goals? That's it. I know it's a very obvious question to to ask, but that was the point I was going to make there. Yeah, our um, our expectations of Werner were, must must have been a bit skewed because <laughs> no, no, really, because a lot of the time we afterwards we now hear that oh, mm. Werner didn't re- had these problems too while he was at Leipzig. He used he used to really miss big goals. But and in, like a really important thing about Werner's game is that he plays well with a striker. While at, mm. when Germany took him to was it 2014, 2016 World Cup, his first World Cup, and he led the line for Germany was terrible. Nobody to play off. All he knew to do was to run in behind, and he never got the space to run in behind. So he tried to change his game a little bit, and then was it like now Guzman? Uh, that played him with Paulson at Leipzig. So he had a target man to play off of. He could drift wide, he could go over. The, so he was free, basically. And I, I think with a striker, he would be better. So the pressure is off him a little. But right. at the same time, he you think he would do better. But still, Champions League winner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz with his first Champions it. League goal to win the Champions League. He's, he I was like so cool. So cool. Yes. Anyway. So ice cold. And For the whole game, I think... I, there's I something think I just want to mention. Just, just, sure. just one thing. Rudiger is such a bastard. And that's the kind of what thing that you need in a team. He took out the burner. That he, I think he should have seen yes, red for that challenge. To be yes, very honest, quite, 
Yeah. De Bruyne was concussed. He looked like yes, he, he was, looked like actually. He, had he looked like he on his head. Bro, it looked like a head collision. Ooh. But what happened was that Rudiger used his shoulder to check him. It wasn't like a, a malicious type thing, but how do you put it? It's like asserting yourself on the pitch. That kind of right. thing. Like, yeah, I'm here. I get what but you the mean. Bruyne just happened to hit it the wrong way. And oh, it was so bad. Oh. But yeah, it was still going yeah. to be our game either way. But I just wanted to make mention of that. That was really sneaky. <laughs> God damn. Every feels like every big game has someone always have those players. Games. You need in, those in, players. In 2000, in, in 2006, when we, we went to the Champions League, see, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying sure, to yeah. kill part cool. of the club. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Our own big moment was the red card. The I remember, card. I remember that. I mean, if you remember the one that um, Ramos almost killed. Yeah, Sancho, um, Salah. Yeah, so, yeah, those, you always have this moment. There was also that tackle, um, um, was it Llorente? Or who was it against uh, Morata? In that, um, Copa, Copa, um, Copa del Rey, or what final was it? Super I don't Oh man, he oh, was yeah. thrown. Go and Ramos Super shouted, Goa. "Kill him!" <laughs> what, the... bro? <laughs> you didn't see this? <laughs> I don't think I've seen this. Was it? Uh, I think. What's his name? Is a midfielder that plays um, uh, Valverde. Freddy Valverde. Ramos. Morata was thrown. Goal. Wow. It was the semi-final, and I think it was one-one mm. or two-two or something stupid like that. And Morata was thrown. Goal. Valverde was behind him. Ramos was like way behind. <laughs> and Ramos shouted, kill him. <laughs> and Val- Ramos Valverde caught him from behind. He actually caught and him. The red card. Oh. <laughs> and that was the end of that. Yeah. Real Madrid eventually won the match. I think, oh my it God, was I think insane. I know the, the, the match yeah. you're talking about. It was insane. Oh, Ramos. It, it, it's exactly need, what he would do. You need yeah, that. You need, That's what yeah. you need to win the final. It's not, we're not here to play. <clears throat> anyway, so speaking of finals, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can laugh you about United the, um, I watched everything. Did every you watch all of the United? Oh, yeah. Everything. I, I started the match at like 72. Oh, I watched everything. I, I didn't watch the first. What was interesting about that match was. It never looked like Villarreal had a chance. They looked mm. overmatched from the beginning. But it just seemed like it wasn't working out for United. They just couldn't break them down because <laughs> Emery knows how to build a Europa League winning team. That was yeah. a well-drilled, disciplined team that was more than the sum of its parts. Do you know, yeah. um, what's his name, Carlos Baca? Yeah. Carlos Baca has been playing football forever. I didn't even know Carlos Baca <laughs> was at Villarreal. God. <laughs> I just saw this. Man. I was like, Raul man. Raul Albiol. And he had an amazing game. He was insane. Cochrane came off the bench yeah. to shut everything <laughs> down. He, ah. Look at the players we're mentioning. He was insane. I, the whole time I kept thinking, Arsenal made a mistake. You guys should have kept this guy. No, you should Arsenal have kept him for right longer. Thing. We no. shouldn't have kept him. I mean, it's good that the structure changed. 
I watched I watched this and this is like that would be my third game of watching because mm. I watched the two the first and the second leg against Arsenal and then okay. the final. I think in Spain, Unai Emery doesn't have language barrier. I watched a clip of Unai Emery the other time on Twitter and he was like, alay, 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 alay. he was trying to give an Arsenal play, player instructions, but I couldn't understand it. How would this person understand what he's saying? Huh. Do you understand? Okay. But when, okay. he's, when he's in Spain, he's speaking freaking Spanish. True. Stay there. No come up for that place and the person will stay Very there. Very true. Even the, the people that don't understand those, the language like um, Chukwese and Cockland, those ones are still on the bench more. Although Chukwese because he's talented, he plays often. But he keeps it very structured. See, this guy against Arsenal, what he did was he had two banks. He had two banks of, two banks of four. Even if Arsenal break that first bank, you have they, to find they the are second only one. Sandwich. Oh, there's a second. And then this first one will run and come back. Now they'll now move back, they'll move closer to go, and they are so compact and tight to break down. You can't Torres had a fantastic down. game. Oh my god. That guy is a very good player. And, is, and then is a, is a good player. In in when they are in counter, they are very sneakily good in counter. Yeah, they are not quick. And they're they, not really very quick. Yeah, they're just like, they just they're have players sneaky. in the right places. Yeah. It's just like somebody's exactly. running from this place. Somebody's underlapping from here. It's weird, but they are not very fast. And, and this timber, they don't change what they do often. Mm. How they build up from the back is there are two major ways they are building up from the back. Their goalkeeper Rudy will play a long pass to the right back. He it is always the right back he's playing that pass to. The right back will stop it. Give it is like it's like very structured. There's very little room for creativity, but it mm. works when the team is very. I guess it would. I don't think it would work for like a, a top level team, or would it? I think Naturally, it would that's why they finish seventh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I don't. That's not the kind of coach I want. Unai when he was at Arsenal, and I know I'm going on a. I've been now, on a I, okay, now I get what you mean. <laughs> but when he was when he was at Arsenal, he, the way he spoke about the club was like, "Mona just accepts it now here on a day." That is not the mentality I want to hear. One of the things I like about Ateta is Ateta is always conscious to say, yes, we're not where we should be. We're one of anyway, the biggest. Be, before as, we as jump Arsenal, into Arsenal, before we jump like into Arsenal, let's just quickly yeah, finish like... this match. <laughs> uh, the goal that Gerard Moreno scored was a yeah. really sneaky goal, like you said. I didn't think yeah, that would even go in. Then, but to be very honest, I remember telling, I was watching the match with a friend here. And he's a United fan. And the moment United scored, I was like, oh, they've won this. They have the beat between their teeth. They've won this. They've got this. Because it looked like these players were just deflated. But Solskjaer just couldn't put together a team that wanted to win. He could, they couldn't put together any coherent... Cavani's movement, is, that team does not deserve him. Cavani tracked back one time. There was one time that Cavani tracked back to win the ball. Like, it was a final ball that this guy was just going to pass to release somebody and he was just gone. Like, around the box, Cavani tracked back to win that ball, set off the attack, and still gets to the front at 30 watts. 
and Rashford is just there being stupid. He he baffled me. It was so sad. I was like, oh, yeah, you deserve better. <laughs> That's what Sobza, it just looked like. The way Sobza sets off his team reminds me of or makes me think about someone who just started playing FIFA and he, do, he doesn't understand all, all, all the strategy there is to football. So he puts players He's in like, certain places. Yeah, that just go, run. go. Do your, do your best. Run. Do your best. Come run on, boys. Shoot. Come on, boys. Run and shoot. That's all. That's oh, all. Look God. at the team. It's filled with people who can shoot. Is that's all there is there? Bruno Fernandez can fire shots. Cavani shots header. Rashford shots header pace. Greenwood shots header pace. This man played <laughs> all of his attacking players at once, so that when everybody was tired, he could remove uh, what's his face and bring off Fred to win the final. <laughs> There was a time that he he was just there sitting down with his eyes open, like, oh God, these people have this people are going to find out I'm afraid. Oh God, what's it gonna happen like this? That's he that's how he lived the whole time. He didn't he just looks like Emery was marching down the whole pitch. Ale, ale, ale. So I was like there, like, hey, may I do shout me? Because he shouted at Luke Shaw in the best half, and Cavani yeah. Cavani shouted back at him. And that was the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. Because Cavani was like, you know, I can't understand you. I can't understand you. you he kept saying? like, what mm. are you saying? And he kept, he was shouting and like so angry. Cavani <laughs> was the best player on the pitch at the time. Yes. I don't know what the yes. hell he wanted. Anyway. Cavani's they... goal came out of nothing. Literally Bruh. nothing. Um, Rashford just kicked one, one, one no, Rashford, football. Rashford then, should have won the match for them many times. It's unfortunate for my, United. But it, there's just no plan. And if you look at, there was I, no I feel plan. like, like even even to when you try to use United in, in FIFA 21, it's hard to put together because you need a that plan. Team. That team is like, weird. It's, it's, it's hard to use. Like what what do you, what plan do you want to use on that team? Swear. Everything you try, every everything I try doesn't work. I, I guess I, like, I know the only exactly thing that you works feel. is to just shoot. The only thing that works for United is shot. <laughs> and that's gone. That's all. What uh, else? Uh, speaking of shots, the penalty shootout yeah. was pretty incredible. Oh, it was incredible. Oh, it was that wait, long. Wait, 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 wait. It mm. was incredibly. It was an incredibly bad performance from the two goalkeepers. I, I, I kind yeah. of I disagree. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Ruli touched the ball at least twice. He still went in. Hmm. What's his face? Fair point. Yeah, I remember one instance when he touched it and he still went in. Ah, there yeah. were balls Fair that point. were flying under there. I'm like, hey, get that ball now. Yeah, I remember that. I remember being angry at that. Like, there, there were some that were good at Coquelin's. PK. I wasn't expecting. I was like, who tackled? Villarreal's PKs were almost all their penalties what? were nice. He kept getting better and better and better and better and better. And then Ruli, Ruli's penalty. I think that was that was one of the best penalties. Ruli's penalty was good. Top beans. Top. There was no way. One penalty that he should have saved. Look, freaking Shaw's penalty. 
How did mm. how the hell did that thing go? He literally mm. that I think there were at least three I could count. He should have mm. ended that thing since. I was surprised yeah. that it went on for that long. Some of I, them everybody was, was surprised. But the moment the hair steps up, I just told Tammy that day. He has I knew he this. would lose. His face just the moment he said, I just told him he missed. Just, he has missed this thing. And he's like, hey, he has not missed. I'm like, guy, he has missed it. Oh, it was so obvious. But mm. fair, po- uh, fair play to Villaria. Glory, glory, Man United. Just lastly on that, lastly on that issue, bro. You see what man you are doing? Let yeah. them keep doing it. There, mm. there will forever be a ha- has second. Been. Second. Yes, there will forever. No, because like, how? Why don't you just freaking sack this guy? you know we'll go deeper into this on the next section of the podcast anyway so (laughs) let's go um today we're here (laughs) believe it or not we haven't even gone into the main topic which is the season review and so now we're going to go into the season review um like i was telling you earlier i think we should we should talk about the season in two halves right because i feel like this season was really really a, a season of two halves because mm. um the first half had all of that i remember we recorded and at some point we were talking about Mourinho as a title contender yeah it sounds like yeah it sounds it sounds like stupid shit <laughs> it sounds very stupid that way i remember that i remember saying that man city will finish in the top four that's that that, yes. that has haunted me oh, for a I long remember. time. <laughs> so, all right, for the second half, we will talk about the Premier League season that just ended, and um, <clears throat> like we agreed, we will talk about it. We'll talk about it in in two halves, obviously, because it feels like the season had two different halves, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the first thing I want us to talk about for the first half of the season is Mourinho. Because I remember there was mm-hmm. an episode we had, we, we talked about them as title contenders. Yeah. Can, can you imagine mm-hmm. how crazy that See, is? <laughs> that's just it was so insane. But in the same in the same breath, you can actually just see everything that happened and just get at least that's what happened for me gets more angry at Mourinho because I don't I don't know why Gareth Bale didn't play more why didn't Gareth Bale play more but it was more of the way Mourinho chose to play and not as much no as not I don't think he's as much of a fault of the team to be honest before the team had their own problems so negative his style was very negative you can't have this conversation on our podcast we this was my point I made yeah. this point. I told yeah. you, you don't, you don't, the way the Premier League is now, you can't have one strategy and go into a game. You can't mm, have one strategy for right. every game. You have mm. to have multiple tools to apply to different situations. And I think Moriho was too one-track minded and it was never mm. going to be, to be enough. So, Especially not with that team. That team was yeah. never good enough to do that. But it was it was crazy because that title challenge, they had some really good counter-attacking victories. And then yeah. teams yeah. just decided, okay, you know what, we're not going to do this anymore. And they stopped giving them that space in behind. 
and that just stopped. That was the end of that. They couldn't create anything else. But congrats to Harry Kane. Harry Kane had a fantastic season. Double figures in both goals and assists. I love to hate Harry Kane. Oh man. I don't like I don't like him because he doesn't play for us now. That's so so good. He's annoying. So good. He, I feel like he dives too much, and he's very. Harry he's, Kane. He's a very oh, cheeky player. He yes. has a sneaky way I of winning he, penalties now. Yes, yes. He he, he just goes under the person. He goes under when then, they jump. Yes, and then falls over. And he's I really sneaky. don't like it. He has that thing, and he has these tiny things that are very annoying. And then he's just a, not a very likable person in my opinion. But those are the things that but make then, a top player. But this those dude can shoot. He can, he can left leg, right shoot. leg. What? And then now, with him being available now, at least him saying that he wants to leave, there's a lot of, like, talk about Pochettino coming back to Tottenham. <laughs> and it's insane. I don't know why he would do that. But it seems, why would it seems he want to, to me like PSG. It seems to me, yeah, it's stupid. You've made, like, a great career advancement to come into PSG. Why are you coming back to a team? What are you talking about? I think that's the craziest thing. Why would he want to come back? I have no He's idea. Like, that would be very ill advice, my own opinion. Unless, unless the story is that PSG are not happy and they want to sack him. No, I don't think PSG are happy at all. I don't think they're happy at all. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't lose the... nobody. You don't lose league on. Nobody loses league on and survives. I think it happened to Emery the same, the same way as well. If anything, if anything, just a little on that. If, if, if anything on that, they have to learn that. See, Emery won the Europa League. He just they just sacked him. Tuchel won the Champions League. They just sacked him. How about just being patient and trusting this person? How about that? Yeah. Anyways, um, so let's not go deeply to yeah, that. Yeah. That's for that's um, first. Yeah. Too bad that's for that. Mourinho definitely deserve, he deserved the sack. He played some terrible football. He was just disgraceful. But Mourinho doing this exact Mourinho thing, getting another job at Roma, a better job, in my opinion, for him, <laughs> to be honest. Let him just go to Italy, do his thing. It should be very interesting mm-hmm. watching Roma next season. But, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Mkhitaryan just can't... Uh, he can't catch him. break. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, the other thing that sup- that caught my attention for the first half of the season was how was how much Pep struggled. It felt like mm. it was it was weird. Like you, it's it's hard to like see the same team the way they performed in the second half of the season. This was the same team that like messed up so badly in the first half. I just couldn't understand that. Oh, I think a lot of it came down to. To be very honest, Ruben Diaz, that guy changed everything. I just think he just needed some time to bed into the team and get the right partner. And mm. Fernandinho seems coming back into his natural position in defensive midfield helped a lot. Rodri mm. growing into the team also helped a lot. But then the struggle, it seemed like they didn't have an identity playing without... Aguero. As soon as Aguero got injured, it, they just couldn't catch a break. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any idea. The, the focal point wasn't there anymore. And good on good one. Good one just. Ah, but before then, it, it, before good one stepped up, 
and scored mm. how many goals in how many games. <laughs> it's just less they were dropping points against Leicester, dropping very silly points, considering very stupid goals. But it just seemed like Pep was trying to figure out the best way to let that team play instead of just figuring out just okay, this is what we know. Let's keep doing this. Yeah. He had he made a lot of changes in the from the team that finished the last campaign. And yeah. it was it was obvious that he needed some time to get used to everything, but yeah, it was Eventually. terrible, terrible on anybody that wrote them off, like people people like me. <laughs> It just shows that we don't really know. I wonder anything. why the Premier you League is so unpredictable. Oh, football in general is very unpredictable. Yo. Like, who are you? Except, except you're in the Bundesliga. <laughs> we know yeah. what's going to happen every season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same. Um, then, how about West Ham, Leicester City, Everton, and Aston Villa playing like world beaters in the first oh. half of the season? You know, I think as the table showed for a lot of the season, Leicester were, the, were comfortably the third best team in the Premier League. It doesn't like just, for, in my opinion, after Man City, Chelsea, then Leicester, then United, and then the rest. We can talk about those hmm, ones. But that's it. Leicester I don't had know about Leicester over United. We'll see. With the... Yeah, uh, but, but I don't know. They, they seemed very consistent at the beginning, getting all the right results, being stubborn to beat, keeping the ball. Tillemans had a fantastic season, but Madison, until he had that injury, also played very yeah. well. Harry Kane decided to show yeah. his age towards the latter part of the season, and Ian Achor was Harry Kane nowhere was Jimmy to be Vardy, found. God, Jimmy Vardy. I just thought English striker and I said Harry Kane. <laughs> that's okay yeah he definitely started to show his age towards the end of the season but in the latter in the beginning of the season he was fire he was banging in the goals he was doing great and then you know but they were great at the first half of the season people i think the, where they were was yeah. well deserved it was just it was just how it was yeah 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 i, I guess no... in the end they, they, they really ended where where they dis- I mean the league table doesn't lie. Everyone knows that. I think exactly. genuinely, as a sum of how they've performed over the season, I think where they they ended up was like the was perfect a fair, place. Fair so. representation, yeah. Yeah. Really uh, fair. So at least they got the FA Cup. Good luck to them. Aston Villa, Grealish, Grealish had a good season in my opinion. Grealish had an amazing who, who else season. Did well, and Martinez, I hate him. I hate Martinez, him so much. Martinez, Martinez, Martinez is comfortably the best signing of the season. Oh, signing, signing you. full stop. Okay, Ma- no. Martinez is good. No, no, he's the best goalkeeper. The best he's signing. The best. Is no, Ruben no, Diaz. But he's, he's so good. And then after Ruben Diaz, then, he's so good. Yeah, he was so. And, and I like think he, he was he, really he young. No, he's he's, he's like 26, 27. I know. He's, I he looks so if not twenty nine, he's an old man. <laughs> He looks so young, but he's so good. To be yeah. honest, when I heard that we we're playing, when I saw that we we're playing Aston Villa at the last game of the season, I didn't have mm. very much confidence. I wasn't very shocked. Traore. To be very honest, if that's, if, I'm if not that's shocked. His name. Is that yeah, his name? Bertrand Traore? Yeah, oh, how much I was he, 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 he has a good left foot. 
That yeah, but he's very inconsistent. That's the problem. Yeah. Nah, she's yeah. too inconsistent. He already had his chance at Leo at Leon, sorry. And he did okay, but the same problems is not so consistent. That's the problem. I think that's why yeah. Chelsea let him go in the first in the first place. But eh, he's in the script. No more. Your former players will come and score against you. It's not. It's not. No, surprising. I, I was just talking about like this season in general. Uh-huh. I think he has a. Good oh game yeah, game. yeah. He this did. He, he's general. done really decent. Yeah, he did, yeah. he did quite decent. Um, and Barkley was Everton. decent until he got injured. Yes, Barkley. It felt like he had like a second the resurgence. Up. Then yeah, there's Oli Oli Watkins. Oli Watkins, I think. And I'm not sure he's going to be at this club Oli next Watkins, season. I don't understand him. Like. He does well against big clubs, but it feels mm. like he steps up when he's, when it's those big games. In, in the other games, you see him like he's quite inconsistent, to be honest. I don't think I think he's the kind club. of player that feeds off fans. If he has like be- if he has better players around him that uses his movements good, yeah, he he has this really energetic kind of personality. He showed against Chelsea, a lot of jumping into tackles, and he just yeah. so excited. Uh, <laughs> he's a good player though. He's good goals yeah, and assists. He's, he's, he's very, very and Brentford is coming up this season at the end of the season. I don't know. He came from Brentford. Same thing that Ben Raman came from. Me, I'm excited for Brentford. So just putting oh, yeah? it out there. Yeah, okay. decent team. Ivan Tony is a good striker too. You see that guy. But yeah, Aston Villa. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, good honorable mention to Everton to the first half of their season. I thought there was something. Yo. I thought there was something <laughs> there. James, I be Hammers. as as the, as as we have been seen. told to call him now. Hammers, he got seen as as always. Richarlison, Richarlison. Then Cavalier had a fantastic season as well. Oh, first half of the season. Cavalier has yeah, first half. I keep saying season. Yeah. First half of the season. Yeah, the first, <laughs> a good first half of the season. It was really different. Yeah. Hogan too had a good first half of the season. Mm, I don't remember. Oh, his defender, yeah. centre back, young English boy. I think he's uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you mean like midfielder? Missing Hogan. He wears the number four. Huh. Who's the number? Rice. Okay, Declan Rice is the four. Four. Declan Rice, West Ham. Ah. Uh. My mind. Oh yeah, I, I, wanted, I want Ham. to talk about West Ham. Yes, we are <laughs> What's his face? Antonio. Antonio just keeps surprising me. Do you know this dude was a left back? Then he went to like. It makes no sense. Wing. Like, and, and then he's like, oh, attacking midfielder. Now he's a striker. <laughs> that whole, it was from when Payi was there. It was just the weirdest transition I'd ever seen. Ooh. And he's so unorthodox. He's yeah, just, he just does things. He doesn't look. He goes just so fast. I don't know how he, the guy he, does he, it. He, he's like, he's like, he's he's very explosive. He's, he's the very, embodiment of chaos. If you just put chaos he, in the box, in the bottle, just put him there. I and then who? Oh, chaos. who's this guy again? That's a good way to put it. There's this midfielder, Thomas Suchek. Fantastic. Oh, Sushek, I, Sushek, I don't say. understand that human. He doesn't look the part. He doesn't, he doesn't look, like look, look, look he. Look and then he shows up every damn time. He's so Sushek. great. Sushek. He's so fantastic. And he kept, he keep, he kept getting those incredible goals. Vital, no vital one, goals. Like, it felt like the Arsenal, the whole Arsenal team 
didn't know he existed. Like he just kept going places. No one. He just he, he was in, in the team and doing things <laughs> without no one tracking him down. I'm like, where he is was just guy coming from? He just bust that team. And Declan Rice was fantastic. It has to be said. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think Chelsea might go for him this season because Chelsea wants a Rah. midfielder. Lampard, Lampard, Lampard has wanted him since forever. Lampard it's wanted him, but the club didn't, they didn't trust him because we spent so much <laughs> money. And Lampard is like, oh, I want this guy. West Ham, I say, oh, we want 80 million for him. And Lampard kept saying, no, yes, he's important to my plans. Like, How can you? he want Declan Rice change the whole thing? Excuse me. He's a funny guy. He'll, he'll try again next time. For the second half, Tuchel's appointment changed Chelsea in ways that annoyed me. From the very beginning, from the <sighs> very start, you could see that it was like a different. marriage. It was like a marriage made for, for each other. And he went I, on this incredible run. One of the first things I do when I carry Chelsea on, like a manager mode, whether I'm on FIFA or football manager, is I tend to sell one of the defenders. Either Ru- I said I used to, I tend to sell Rudiger, and then maybe Christensen. I like to keep Zuma, and maybe some keep sometimes Christensen around. But I tend to sell one one defender. And why that? It was just perfect that Tuku was like, okay, so there's a lot of defenders who are playing three at the back. We are doing this. We are doing this like this. We are conceding lots of goals. Okay, fine. Compact. We are not conceding goals yeah. anymore. Now let's figure out how to score goals. And that seemed to be like the story of the season. We had a solid base. We had a great keeper. And eventually, mm. thank God. Mendy the keeper that the defense was an incredible, oh. an incredible, incredible signing. signing. Yeah. See, like, Definitely. he totally transformed. I, you know, I watched the game. The, the, the last couple of games that... Um, What's his face went back into goal for Chelsea. Mm, you could Kepa. see that they weren't they weren't comfortable. Mm. Some of the goals wouldn't have happened if it was Mendy. No. Some just is there's just a stark difference when it, it feels like this guy is very nervous. He's so nervous that he translates that energy into his defenders, and then they just yeah. Go I mean, crazy. it's not his fault. He has, it's not his fault, rather. He has had a a very unfortunate bad the bad season. Let's not say bad. It's bad. That's what it is. It's just bad. Is it bad and season yeah? It's just been a bad season for Kepa specifically, yeah. It's yeah. not been a good season for him at all. And I mean it's been better than last because he's not been in the spotlight as much. But is the, the contrast is very obvious. Mendy is is stark jumping ah, quality, yes. and the team just feels more quality, more they seem to Sunny. have to be more comfortable. With yeah. him, friends tend to be more like you know we trust that this guy is going to come and collect the ball at the right yeah. moment, which was a very important thing in the Champions League because a lot of balls were coming and Mendy, you yes. you just felt that the defense trust him to hold the ball, and not since Kotoa have we had that in the goalkeeper, which I'm very happy for. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. I mean, Tuku was just fantastic. He came in, the manager of the months or months brought out some play we thought oh he's not going to play mount anymore he came and showed us why mount was good literally not just mm. that his lapad's favorite yeah. just doing random things it's like yeah this is what this boy can be 
let's play him in this position. Anybody else that is not performing right now, we're going to have to drop you. And yeah. that, that ruthlessness was not... I, didn't, I don't really... I'm not really 100% on it still because I'm still aggrieved <laughs> with like players like Tammy. <laughs> I wish Tammy wasn't yeah. like ostracized from the team. That was really sad for me. But yeah, I mean, you can't ex- you can't you can't um argue with the results. I mean, the guy yeah. has been. I think I- I'm keen to see what Chelsea will look like for next season. What's the it next season? We just I, need a striker. It's interesting. It's been interesting. So, it seems like I, I feel is like moving. you need to stop. You need to stop playing five at the back at some point. Yeah, I, I hope Tuku gets. I don't know, the, different to players to try that. different, yeah, different players to try different systems, so we cannot be, we don't, become very we don't just become rigid. Yeah. Next season, everyone will figure that shit out. No matter how much policy can dribble, they'll yeah, find that's, the plan. That's the premiership. Nobody, so nobody gets through it. long. Wolves, 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 literally, that's what happened to them. They had one plan. And Nunes is so, and it works. So, it works for a while. It for works a while, for yeah. a while. But then, and but that's then, why I'm happy with Arteta, right? Because Arteta, you know, he le- he left West Ham eventually. Though. They sacked him. Who? Nunes. Nunes. Expedito Santos. Yeah, Wolves. You know. Yeah. Nunes. Because I said Nunes. Nunes. Expedito Santos. God. I think we have a mini, right? Ah, I think we have a mini. Expedito. Expedito. Yeah. Expedito Santos. Anyways. Good luck to them. For a short while, he had Adama Traore just running on the right. And when this guy got injured, what's his face? They are number nine. That was the end yeah. of everything. Yeah. Because the, the end this, of their season. The structure was too tight. It was too, mm. it was too built to purpose. And once people figure that thing out, what next? The players also, they lost some, Yeah, they also lost some important players to that system. I think they lost Doherty to um, Tottenham. They yeah. lost... Uh, Jota to Liverpool and Jimenez yeah. had that injury um, what's his name Chari didn't have very good form and they finished the season really disappointingly to be honest it was very sad I think the whole season was disappointing that's mm, why it was, he was really disapp- I think yeah. both of them the but the second half of the season was, was the worst I mean they just kept yeah. slopping to defeats and defeats and draws all those big players that showed up for them I don't they played against Chelsea and it looked like they were gods that year, but <laughs> you see, anyway, it do happen. Yeah. It be like that. We were talking about Chelsea, but we went out of context. Yeah, yeah, anyway, we talked about West Ham. Just... I, mean, I see West Ham. What's their name? Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. Um. So Leicester actually missed out on Europe, and this is a point for me because, like, most of the season they went, they went like, in, and how how poetic is it that you spend all of the season in the top half? And then on the last day, you miss out because you couldn't do what you needed to do. Like, everything was in their own hands. If they had won, there was no way they would miss Europe. Like, why couldn't you just do the one thing that you just needed to do to save? I guess they were just tired in the end, right? Well, there's that. But we can also say that the mentality of the team was not very right. You can think about it, like, how they approached that game was... Liverpool had to win two games to qualify, no matter what, because we had beaten Leicester that day. And if they had beaten Tottenham, 
they would have gotten in if they had even drawn. I think they would have gotten into the top four. But it was more like, oh, Tottenham are a big team. And, uh, you know, Leicester is playing Tottenham, so he's not, we're not sure Tottenham are. They, I don't think, they, they didn't look like they really believed in themselves. They fought mm-hmm. a lot. And then Schmeichel made those really huge errors. We didn't help at all. Yeah. I mean, Vardy tried and he won a penalty, which I did not think was a penalty at all. So they just recent they just got there on the strength of on the back of some lucky displays and some here and there. In the end, like you said the first time, it, this the table was a very accurate representation of how mm. their season went. So I mean they, they did win the FA Cup, which is something for them. That's silverware. Of course. United yeah, don't have any silverware. <laughs> so they can feel proud of themselves. They've done something. So yeah. good luck to them. Fair enough. And then Liverpool had the injuries, right? Van Dijk. Ooh, Liverpool had those injuries and then came out from the embers of those injuries to still finish third somehow. Yeah. I that that, that resili- people don't talk about that resilience enough, mm. but I think they should be given a lot of credit. Champion, that's championship not, mentality. That is a championship mentality there. I mean, mm. nobody would have gone through the injuries that they went through and made it through the season the way that they did. If Man City mm. had had two of the kind of injuries to first team players as they did they won't have yeah. made it as far as they did so mm-hmm. liverpool having that many injuries to matip van dyke to um, what's his name gomez they even mm-hmm. had an injury to henderson at some point i think fabinho had an injury too it was just Ederson had an injury for one time as well it was cataclysmic everybody was just getting injured Alisson so, just I, had a terrible season. He had he just looked so, so nervous. Many he just looked so he, he looked like he was trying too hard. He, I don't know what he was and trying then, too hard oh, to man. do. Why couldn't and he just new be... signings that had to bed into the team as well? Oh, yeah. Everything was really going really harshly for them. And it's really a credit to Liverpool's like mentality that they finished the way that they did. Because mm. I mean good luck to them. Well done. <sighs> lastly, I have um, this one. Is no, lastly, let's ask, talk. Uh, let's, we, we, before <laughs> us now, let's just talk about United briefly because I have United oh, down here. United okay. and their penalty revolution came this season to win penalties of everybody and have Bruno Fernandes be the top scorer from just penalties, <laughs> which is hypocritical of me to say because my top scoring Premier League player is Jorginho with seven penalties. Insane, really, mad, right? What? Hmm. Yeah. So, United fair. showed why. I I feel for me they showed a lot of the season why they are not quite there yet, and why they are still considered by many to be a banter club. I mean, they they may have finished second, and they finished the season unbeaten away, which is a fantastic record. You cannot really understate. But at the same time, you kind of feel like the project or whatever it is they're going for is not finished. You can't mm. really... You know of United to be a counter, counter-attacking team, but when, this is not a team that is going to beat everybody and win the championship. And I don't know. It seems like United fans seem to be happy with it. Like, they seem to be content. And for me, that's just the first step, the yeah, first step to becoming a Panther club. Um, OGS. I don't mm. know if it's because it's because of Sokcha. There's this, and there's this, oh, he was a legend kind of thing, and now he's a yeah, coach. Yeah, he's doing he's his best. Try to pro- protect him and all. 
close your eyes. Let's do an exercise. Okay. Close your eyes for a second. Mm. And think about any Premier League team you want. Mm. See, see that each team is a representation of their manager. Each team is, has the personality of their manager. Look across the whole league. And that's why, man, you are where they are. <laughs> because social isn't that... Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you mean. When you get a top manager, your team behaves like a top team. They change you. Yeah. Top, top. Exactly. Yeah. Like just the they body language, the, the, the willingness to be there. Don't be surprised yeah. that Fred might be a world beater as a defensive midfielder. If no, he looks coach, like he was a fantastic player team. when they took him. So that, that wouldn't now, be surprising He just joins United yeah. and just looks stupid. United, like Man City wanted him. Can you imagine? Yeah. The same way, apparently Man City wanted um, Granit Xhaka. Yeah. But in Arsenal, Ooh. look, he just looks like an Arsenal player. The whole mm. Arsenal team looks like Arsenal players. Yeah. Just think about it. The old Chelsea players, maybe they're Chelsea players. And that's because there's a mentality. Mm. And the coach is who would like drive that culture. I don't think Solskjaer. Solskjaer is going to drive oh, we, the United we, we, culture. He's not going to drive what it. What we did. You need, you, need, you need a top dog there. No, I don't, you I need, don't know. You need, you, need, you need the equivalent of... You see Ibrahimovic as a player. You need his equivalent as a manager to take mm. United to the next level. Yeah, they, that be kind of player like Ibrahimovic would have actually been perfect for them. They had the same kind of experience, I think, that AC Milan had, where they believed a lot more in themselves. And you know, the mm. sum of the parts we, we respect ourselves, we know what we are going for, we have a goal, and you know, that kind of thing. I think Ibrahimovic brought that to them while he was at their team with Mourinho as well, because that team looked a lot better than it was. Yes. They didn't look as though they were going to win as many games or do as well as they did, but the mentality was there. Yes. And you could feel it from the manager to the players, but... The team carried themselves can, with more yeah. class and dignity. It, as the season yeah. went on, you can, you can feel that there's this uncertainty and, you know, they have their structure, they are united, they have their pride, but what is this prize based on? Penalties, probably, but that's their business. So, now, to and, end how... Okay, oh, sorry, you seem like you had the points there. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, me, I was going to end the boring United. I just wanted to make fun of them again. Like, we can't miss an opportunity to talk about United, God forbid. But I was going to ah, pass the baton on to talk about Arsenal. Oh, it was right, Arsenal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal. Where do we start about Arsenal? Oh, God. What a club. No, you know what? what Arsenal, team. let's talk about the whole season. Because I don't think we talked enough about the first no, season. No, let me talk about. And I would like to talk about Arsenal. Let me talk about Arsenal. Let me talk about Arsenal. Okay, fine. Oh, yeah, say what you want to say. Then I, I just have a few Asna. comments here and there. There's nothing to. No, not no big thing. Sure. First thing. Sure. Yeah, first yeah. things first. I told you mm. so about William. I told you so. Oh, God. <laughs> I told you exactly how the season would be. Oh. No, and there was this funny joke of a news story that I heard recently. Where they said William wants to return to Chelsea. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it was like two weeks a week before the Champions League final. I was thinking, what a match or what? Joke, 
oh. that if it happens, I will, I will explode. What? And so they're hearing that Sterling and Has... Mares wants to come to us now. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, if Arsenal buys Sterling and or Mares, I'll know that we're, we're, what? We're, we're definitely dead. You want to pack pensioners? Why is it that it's Arsenal? <laughs> Why can't they go somewhere else? Why won't they come to Arsenal? So they just want to come and live in London and just be living to Arsenal give you, they give you two wages now, man. They, they, they take care of you. Two wages, bro. God. I mean, they, sta- they, they started the season looking like they were going to do something. You know, they stole, they, you guys stole that FA Cup for months and they looked like <laughs> we're going to go into this season and be the big boys. We're going to change, like, oh, Arteta. I actually believed that hard for a while. <laughs> a long time. And then suddenly, I started falling out with key players. And no, no. it seemed like... Anybody no, still... would fall out with Mesut Ozil. No, Ozil, I meant like... Ozil, me, I meant Aubameyang. See, no, 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 no. He didn't fall out. See, Ozil. They had an issue. Like, there was a disciplinary thing with Aubameyang one time that he didn't play. And not... Oh, that was normal, normal something. I think it was because mm. he came late to the training and it was just an internal oh, okay. thing. He, he's, the, he's the captain. He needs to lead by example, blah, blah, blah. When Ozil was at, was at Arsenal, he was the main... What, what a player. What a controversial player. Anyways, let me start to talk about Arsenal from Ateta. Yeah. From Ateta. I All think right. Ateta is the coach for Arsenal for at least one more season. He, we need to see if there's something more. He needs to be backed this season. And he needs to he needs to get the players he needs so that we can see what he truly is as a coach. The first half of the season, I mean it's his first managerial gig. He would he would make mistakes, right? He 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 at the start of the season he was making late subs, very, very late subs, unnecessarily late. Like you can you should make subs earlier to change the game. And he was making very awkward subs, right? But he had that period where all of that was going on. And up until the, la- the end of the season, he still made some incredibly head-scratching decisions in terms of who would play and who wouldn't play at whatever time. And that's expected because he's a new manager. This is the first club he's managing. Then there was the issue of culture. The, the prevailing culture at, at Arsenal had at some point become really, really terrible. There was no identity. It wasn't clear yeah. what we were about. Everything was just all over the place. There was Ozil, and Ozil was, had so much power that because of him, we sacked um, Una Emery. There was just all of these things, and it felt like the Vibe. whole team, no one really w- could be asked. Like, it felt love. like... You, Yes, it felt like vibes and inshallah. It felt like a joke club. Like there was no seriousness about it. Like people just went to the training camp and just behaved as they would. But when Ateta came in, he came in with it, with an identity. It wasn't mm. necessarily a plan on the pitch. It was more a mentality. How we're going to behave, how we're going to carry ourselves like mm. top people, and we're going to play like top people. He started with right. a very defensive-minded um, five at the back. But we all knew he was he was working towards four at the back. But yeah. with that four at the back, our players are so mid. All our mm. players are mid. They are so mid table level. We need to aside that even aside the mid table the mid table playerness. The season 
has also been a long one for everybody and the depth of your yeah. squad the depth of everybody's squad was tested this season and i think another a vital reason that it seemed like chelsea would survive and man city would survive and be like you know have a decent season is the depth that we have in your squad you can make multiple changes to the team and you are still surrounded by quality players i don't think that's yeah, same true. that's something that you can say about arsenal mm. at least for this season martinelli i think martinelli's injury really hurts you guys this um for, for this season. not really not really, really? you I don't think, think a player like martinelli would have he, helped you guys this season i'm saying he's still young not to put too much on his shoulders it was it was quite a serious injury he was out for a long time so if everything was right at the club, we shouldn't be putting that much responsibility on on somebody who was coming from is he Ituano from Brazil's what what level now? That's that shows lack of planning. We Very stumbled true. upon Saka, we stumbled upon a lot of things. So the culture, but Ateta came and was like, okay, pay even if it means to pay Ozil, deadweight go, pay uh, Mustafi go, pay what's the other one in the defense, Socrates go. Let all of this dead would go. Let's start chatting the future. One thing I'm really excited about is I have not heard anyone say we're giving Lacazette any new deal. Ah, I was, I will just go and swear for someone. Lacazette is 30. Obama Yang immediately they gave him that deal. Oh my God, his body language changed. Obama Yang can't be asked anymore. I can see it in him. Like you can't, there's, the desire has left his eyes. He, she, the, that last, that, eh, he doesn't have it. Like the only the only player that has been north of thirty that has ever really shown that thing is just Ibrahimovic. The others, mm-hmm. once they are looking for a contract, they'll play like they want to die, and that was what happened with William. How the fuck did we buy William? How the fuck did we buy William? How the fuck did we buy what's his name? There's this one that makes me want to kill myself. Suarez. We bought him from freaking Southampton. Cedric Suarez. Oh God. Fucking Cedric. That he was injured and we bought him. And they say, I know it's because he can play right back and left back. You know, he's. Do you know right now he's not? He's he's not. He's he's like the third choice right back. He's not even the backup. We have to use Gani Shaka. My guy, when do you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep that. Do you know? I'm putting it in the episode. It will be part of our intro. (laughs) Do you know? We have to use. Saka, who, who is like a midfielder in the left at left back, I'm like, well, that's that's like madness. Everything, all the decisions were just wrong. The whole team is just a fucking mess. But Teta looks like the one that can drive this ship in the direction. And there are sometimes I've seen him and he looks so vulnerable and he looks so. There are sometimes he looks like a lion, but there are times when he looks like a freaking goat who has been just put to the, who's like dancing with lions and he's just <laughs> trying to not get eaten. <laughs> Man, that is so harsh. But fair enough. But it's true. I like, get fair like, enough. Fair enough. Good luck to him. He'll be okay. Yeah, but he I, has I, had I, a tough season. season. Yeah, yeah, okay. As an as an Arsenal fan, I guess you can give to me. For me, mm. I would mm. sack him. Me, I would sack him. One more season. No, One because I'm me. About. I'm of the opinion. I I like how my team operates. I know how my own team operates. Well, we have the opinion mm. of no mediocrity. You won one fantastic Kali <laughs> Cup trophy. Oh, wonderful for you. But you lost two still in Champions League. You didn't qualify. Oh, my God, you are sacked. I'm sorry. Try again at another time. But this is the team that also backs the manager. 
you that's back the manager appropriately. We do back the yeah, that's another that's the problem. I feel let's see what happens. Maybe this season if Ateta is back to the kind of players that he wants. But another thing is that Arsenal don't have any money. But we'll see. Then he why gets... why no? I don't even want to agree that it's because the 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 the, the owners are just a bunch of fucking twats. They don't like you. You guys. just fucking buy a, you just buy a club and you just want it to be running. You don't mm. care about results. You, you know just want to own something. Generate what profit. Kind of profit, baby. Profit. Are you fucking kidding me? Arsenal <laughs> borrowed money and Arsenal borrowed money to pay to pay salary and stuff. It's such a like ah! it's such a cheap thing to do. Such a cheap thing to ah, he do. He doesn't want to sell. He doesn't nah. want to sell. He doesn't want to sell that guy. This the, um, the Spotify guy wanted to sell, wanted to buy the club. Now. The, the, yeah, now that'd be nice. He want to sell. What's, what's the whole fucking point of it? It's an investment that is bringing in money. Why is he going to lose it? Which money? Which money is he bringing in? Why no, will not he win anything? No, 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 no. You guys are not making money. Them. Naturally, now that's what I mean. That's something that the Glacier is with United now. Bigger. United are in billions of debts. Billions. They had no debts when the Glaciers took over. They just milked oh, wow. that team. Milked them for money. That's football wow. these days. Yeah, they are terrible owners. But we thank God for managers and uh, owners like ours. Uh, you know, you know, yesterday was the first time that Tuku saw Abramovich. Really? Yeah. The first time they ever met crazy stuff wow i guess high, uh, so, yeah, business business are top mm-hmm. business at top level is not it's not the same you don't need to meet someone that is spending your money just <laughs> oh we need this oh we're going to do this when we succeed we'll see on the day we'll see <laughs> that day that i come to watch the match don't win <laughs> then, then you know we'll, oh this you thing that, work that, out. that's the last time. yeah you know fair enough but yeah, but yeah, we oh, this is forty-one minutes. We've been and this for a long short, time. Yeah, and the first part of the podcast was about thirty minutes. Damn, <laughs> crazy! Um, it's been I a long season. It's about it's a crazy season. Yeah, actually, I think expectedly. Yeah, it's been. The, there's just so much to fucking talk about. Yeah, okay, long. okay. There's, I mean, also, the there's also some stuff I'd like to talk about. Maybe some. Tra- I like to talk about transfers and some and manager this thing. So, we're going to call this section transfers transfers now welcome to transfers <laughs> <laughs> so antonio conte has left inter they have problems with money yeah. after winning the scudetto they were saying uh they want some more money they are going to have to sell like eight million worth of players conte was not having that conte left it took his seven million and he left conte is free now the previous thought was that Allegri was going to go to to Real Madrid because Zidane left as well. Mm. But Allegri went back to Juve. So maybe Conte goes to Real Madrid. Conte is free at the moment. But you think that if United had sense and wanted to win things, they would sack Oli and hire Conte. Just Conte. You need just Conte. Because you have the money to back him. That's what Conte needs. Money. Yeah. Just have the money to buy who he needs. But United will do the sensible thing. They are talking about extending the contract for social. So Tottenham looked like benef- looked like beneficiaries for this. But then there was talk of them signing Pochettino. So signing Pochettino. It's like there's a crazy merry-go-round that could still happen. I think like um 
what's his name? A German guy, Hansi Flick, that left Bayern. I think he, Zidane's goal, Zidane's um, goal is take over the national team after the Euros. The same right. But there's also the job at PSG. Since he didn't go to um, Juventus, I thought Juventus was going to be the job that he would take, to be honest. But since he didn't take mm. Juve, it would probably be France. I don't think PSG are going to be a project that he's going to be excited about. But we'll see because Mbappe is still there. Maybe they are going to use him to keep Mbappe there for another season. We'll see. But mm. interesting stuff. Mbappe do? Maybe Mbappe, Mbappe, yes. Mbappe is Real Madrid. Mbappe has his heart set on Real Madrid. Mm. But the problem with that is Real Madrid don't have the money right now. So we don't know what they are going to do in the summer. They said there's going to be a clear out sale. They are going to sell Hazard. They are going to sell Varane. Hazard. What, what, what a miss. Why? That was just. Is it, is it that, it's it's how fantastic. Was he business when he from Madrid. 29. What? 30. Why does it look so washed and spent? Injuries. It's just injuries and bad fitness. It's just, to be honest, I think it's just unfortunate. He didn't have those injury problems with us a lot of the time. And he got his dream move. It just didn't work out for him. It's just one of those things in his life. I don't think there's any any other big thing to it. Hazard is a quality player. But it just didn't work out for him. It's not a move that worked out for him. It's just sad. It's unfortunate. Okay, me, I'm happy last that. Words. Before last words, I think Chelsea are going to sign Lukaku. No, just, just, just. You to, think so? Yeah, hmm. since Conte has left, that would be a good signing. We can sign Lukaku be because signing. Tottenham is not going to sell us Harry Kane, but we need a striker. If Tottenham sold us Harry Kane, fantastic. But I think he will go to Man City. Just, just end that the would be a good signing. But I don't think that alone will raise the quality of Chelsea. That would be a fantastic signing. Yeah, we just a I finisher. Chelsea will need Chelsea needs a good like a a Ruben Diaz kind of defender. No, I think we have a fine defense. We want to sign. I think there's there's uh, talk of signing one defender. As Filiqueta is the only one. person I can when think of take, that. When you take Thiago Silva out of that whole back line, it is done. No, we For have the where Thiago Silva had. Are you kidding me, Christensen? He literally came into the Champions League and showed why he should I be know in what that position. Christensen is. I know what Christensen is. You're playing a back three. I'm talking about if you're going to progress to a No, no, a back two. Team. We think a back three is not a top-level yes, team. No. How many, nah. how, many, how many top-level teams play five at the back? No, nah, please. It's about Look the around. tactics. It's not about what the top-level team. About? A top-level team is determined by what you win and who you beat. It doesn't matter what your tactics are. My, my point in saying that is you can't play football like this and get away with it for too long. That's my point. Maybe. You have a lot more in the middle and up top. So Maybe. at some point, it's going to evolve. So if you're going to pair, if you're going to make two pairings in your defense, who and who would you pair if you take Thiago Silva out? Who and who? Nah, that would give you rest Zuma. of mind. That would give you peace of mind. Zuma and Christensen would be fine. Yeah. For me, I, would play, I don't know why Zuma hasn't gotten enough game time this season. I think the coach just doesn't trust him. It's like a German thing. I was going to talk about it uh, earlier with like, I feel like there are some players that have missed out because of some kind of favoritism in some way. But at the same time, I understand it because he brought results, but it could just have easily have gone badly if he didn't go. Zuma was fantastic on that Lampard. He had scored five goals from, what is it called, corners. He was doing really well. He's a quick, imposing defender. 
he has a mistake in him every now and then, but throughout the back system or whatever, somebody was always there to clear for you. But you think that after this time he'd seen enough maturity, but I get where you're coming from. And I guess now I can understand why Chelsea seems to be looking for other centre-backs. There was talk of Nicolas Sula from Bayern. There was yeah, also... I never really liked him. No, Sula is actually faster than people think. He's just really lanky. And then on FIFA, <laughs> they don't give him really good speed for some reason. But Sula is actually decently <laughs> fast. He's shocking. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. But but he had a really bad injury. So that's, that's a question mark. There was talk about Konate, but Konate has joined... Liverpool. So we'll see what their defense they are. But there's talk of getting defense. It seems like Tomori has left. If you get if you get a defender and you yep. get a strike, but you're done. I think that, that team should that's be Chelsea's under, business is yeah. this season is a striker. We need a midfielder, a defensive midfielder. Rice would have been perfect, mm-hmm. but I don't think that money would be good. So maybe maybe a young boy. Then there's Gilmore that is still coming through. Somebody else to play with Gilmore and then a defender. That's what the club seems mm. to be going for. But Donnarumma now is free. I'm hoping that their head doesn't touch and then they let go of Mendy or something like that. But at the same time, I would understand Mendy? It. Whoa. Yeah. You think they was... let Mendy go? We are, wow. Again, my team likes to be this kind of blockbuster, we are the best in the land type thing. If you see a marquee signing that's available, you go for him. That's what happened with Kai Havertz. There was talk about him being available. Should have gone to Real, but Marina being the beautiful, amazing goddess that she is. Anyway, he looks good for Chelsea next season. I, I, I think, I think we might win the league next season. Hmm. All right, all right. Famous last words. Like I was going to say about famous last words that I don't remember what I was going to say about. This is what you say, and then next season it will be a terrible, it will be a shit fest. Very but possible. We'll very, but very, I think very possible. This is football. If you if you have if you get those two things, should things should pretty much fall into place. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, there's Okada in what? Australia. <laughs> <laughs> My person power bike. <laughs> okay. Well, it's been a fantastic season and it's nice to get the opportunity to close out the season like this with a Champions yes. League medal for me, with a podcast yes. for you. It's all it's nice Yay. for everybody. everybody. <laughs> oh, wow, so the podcast benefits just me. Is that the podcast for me? No, it's a podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's something for you. Me, I can feel like you know, there's a Champions League and I have the podcast back. <laughs> but you know, you have the Champions yeah. League. <laughs> and William yeah, might leave. William might ah, leave. So that's something. <laughs> what a player. What a fantastic player. Uh, anyway, this has been a fantastic episode. We've had a lot of fun talking. <laughs> we are probably yeah. going to be the only person that will listen to it this long. But... <laughs> yes, <laughs> because... Yeah, this is a long... This is an hour and an hour 20 minutes. An hour plus. Yeah. yeah. But we are here. We are, lo- we are very happy to have done the podcast. We are very happy to have um, um, experienced the amazing season that we did. And it's mm. very nice to be able to close the season like this, talking to one of my best mates about one of the best things in the world, football. Hey, so, one yeah. of my best mates. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice. Australian, isn't it? It's just, it's just like, I was just like, okay, it sounded too good. I'm like, what, why? Like, okay. like, it sounded like what it should be. But I'm like, 
not from you. It shouldn't sound that normal. But yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, like I'm really yeah. excited that we're able to do this, and I'm looking forward to next season. I hope that we can keep a consistent schedule. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I just look for progress. Dropping this is progress. Yeah. Starting next next season properly is progress, and yeah. we keep doing it until it becomes something solid and there's a process to it, and the, yeah. we find the me- method to the madness. We keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, guys, we're here for you. Thank you, guys, for listening to us. We've been the viewing center pod. Have a nice Talk one. Talk to you next season. Maybe we should yeah. like find some some transfer episode to do in between. You know? Between, I, 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 I yeah. would love that. Me, I mean transfer. I guys. mean the I Euros. Know, I know all the transfers. The there's, there's also the Euros. There's also the Euros. Then transfer. Let's see what will happen. Maybe we'll, we'll be here. Euros. We'll be here. We'll be here. Yeah. You you see our Twitter. Our Twitter right. is going to be super active this period. So we'll be here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. All have right. a nice one. That's the next one. Peace.